Welcome to As We Understand Him, a weekly coffee chat exploring a deeper relationship with God as we understand Him. You can download As We Understand Him weekly on all podcast platforms and check us out on Instagram at As We Understand Him Podcast. For additional information, to hear episodes, and to access resources and writings, please visit our website, asweunderstandhim.coffee. Here are your hosts, two guys trying to figure out the God thing, Mike and Glenn. Let's join them at the coffee shop. Glenn. What's up, brother? Hey, good morning, man. I'm so excited about this. Rooted. This is a good idea. This was a good idea. Well, rooted? Part to, yeah, bring people through the Rooted. You know, just have the conversation about the weeks. I, I, we could have... 10 topics on each week. You know, we could have 10 episodes on each week. It's good stuff. You realize we have no idea what we're doing, right? Not a clue. Yeah, I, I know, you know that. <laughs> I, I was hoping that you were under some kind of fallacy that we no, knew what we were me. doing. No, trust me. I mean, I mean I'm, I'm sitting here thinking, you know, just from whatever, right? I mean, usually when you have a podcast, you know who your audience is. Right. Right? We, we have no clue. You know, I, I was driving here this morning. I'm thinking, like, we're mixing church and state, right? We've... We've we've got AA people, yeah, right. Non AA people, people, sober, sober curious. Yeah. We've got spiritual curious, non spiritual curious, Catholic backgrounds, Baptist Catholic, backgrounds. I don't think we have any Atheist. Satan worshippers, maybe, but maybe. I mean, we, we just don't even know. But what we're trying to do, the whole purpose of as we understand it, is people. You know, M- Mikey and I are co co hosts of. Um, Sober.coffee podcast, right? A, pod, a, a podcast a, focused right. on sobriety. Right. A lot of sober curious, just sharing our story and our path. We got 150 episodes or whatever. And and, and, and so we, we got a lot of questions about the spirituality side. And, right. and with AA, I mean, we're, he and I are diehard AA folks. AA got us sober, um, the AA way, the 12 steps. But a lot of people ask us about the, the, the spiritual path because AA doesn't really fulfill a lot of no, that. No, it just says, God, as you understand them, and then they kind of let you go out figure it out yourself. Right. So right. all we're doing is sharing our story, our experience. As we're out there fluttering around trying right. to figure it out. Right. As we're out there, like like uh, our barista Brian says, you know, as we're trying to figure out the God thing. Right. Right. And so, so one of the programs, Rooted, was monumental for you and for right, me. Yeah, absolutely. On the path, we we've been through it a couple times. You know, we've participated, we've facilitated, and we've met some great guys. We have a spiritual group of guys that we call the Rhinos that meets every Monday night. That we have nineteen guys on our text string, and and we call ourselves the Rhinos because the Rhinos are big, strong, just like us men, right? And and they're very strong and fast but they can only see 30 feet in front of them, right, of themselves. So they crash into things often because <laughs> they, they just can't see where they're going. And it reminds it's – a, it's a good metaphor of how our group is spiritually. We're big, strong men, guys. We have great intentions, but we're trying to figure it out, right? right? And, and, so. we, and we can't see 30 feet in front of us spiritually. So a lot of times – we go down roads and we crash, right? And we're like, oh, well, that's not what that means, and mm-hmm. let's bring this back. And so it's a, you know, it's a big. We we jumped out of the plane. We're trying to figure out where the parachute is. Yeah, right, you know? right. So, or or did we? But drive I love one? walking the path with you, man. It's great, and we met yeah. some great guys along the way, and we've had some great guys in. And so we're on week. Sorry, man, I just went on. Yeah, you we're went on. Week, on. We're on week four. We're on right? week four, and we got a we got a table for three. We got Tommy back in the coffee uh, shop. It's great to having Tommy. Tommy, man. Good morning, guys. Great yeah. to be back. What's up, Tommy? And and I'm pretty stoked about week four because the title of week four in the Rooted series is 
where there is a God in the midst of suffering, you know? Um, where is God? Where is God in the midst of Boy, suffering? Boy, that question's right. never asked, is it? I know, right? I mean, disasters happen, you know? I mean, my background, you know, I had a, I had a mom who, uh, you know, lost her, her child, her husband, and her father all in a two-and-a-half-year span. She had every she had every reason to say where is God in the midst of all the suffering and and uh, she hasn't wavered in her faith you know she never did and she just knew it was part of God's plan however that played out and it's played out remarkably fantastic for everybody involved um, so anyway it's uh, yeah where is God in in the midst of suffering great topic Tommy how did you uh, how did how did what did you feel when you first read that? Kind of like me, like oh man, this is a loaded question. How do you? Well, yeah, I mean it is a loaded question. I think, <clears throat> you know, for for non-believers or people that are trying to figure this thing out, like we are, mm-hmm. um, that's one of the questions that always comes up. You know, mm-hmm. why? First of all, why? Right. Why is there suffering? Why is there? You right. know, why would why a loving there, God? Yeah, yes. if God loves you so much. Why would he allow you to have X? Cancer, right. loss of job, financial devastation, alcoholism. Right. alcoholism, divorce. Why would he let that happen? Right, right. And that's the question. That, Good question. Uh, yeah, I mean, and, and, and realistically, uh, going through this chapter, um, we don't know. We don't. We really can't understand exactly why. And mm. a lot of us try and wrap our, I know me, try and wrap my uh, mind around it and I just can't do it you know we're not I don't think we're meant to understand completely why but this chapter kind of gives you a guideline to to better dealing with suffering and and things that happen in your lives that you know you see as hurdles um, I so, love the way you framed that out because yeah. we you know trying to get your arms around what's going on inside God's head yeah. hold on a second but really yeah. really yeah. what though what right. though Right. This is God, the creator of all universes. Yeah. Really, you're going to get inside his head. Right. Okay, fine. Right. Let me know how that works yeah. for you. We, we aren't God, right? My head there, would is, there is one. <laughs> My head would explode, literally. Right, right. So, yeah, I mean, it gives you, you know, it just goes down the different path of, uh, you know, in incorporating a lot of different tools that you have, such as prayer. I know we've talked about in previous chapters and in meditation and mm-hmm. those types of things. And then, you know, evolves into action. How do you, you know, it, it, your faith, you know, how do you bring your faith to the next step of, of you know, providing action? So, mm-hmm. I don't know. I just thought it was a, it was a, for me personally, it was a, it was a great chapter because uh, it started, it started that whole process um, we had talked about in week one um, when we were together, um, how I kind of, uh, you know, rooted before AA came rooted. Start, mm-hmm. you know, rooted started the whole process for me. So, um, this was one of those things that uh, you know, through hardship and suffering, you know, I'm asking, where's God? Where? What's what's the plan here? Um, mm-hmm. And so, yeah, it was it was monumental for me. Yeah. So just a, I mean, my first men's rooted group. I mean, we we lived this week in our group. We had a guy, week number one, his name's Brian. He's like, hey, guys, I might be a couple minutes late on some of these Monday nights. He said, I'm, I'm in the minutes of, you know, having, you know, treatments. And he goes, sorry if I'm late. We're like, well, what are you having treatments for? He's like, well, you know, I've got cancer coming back. This is the fourth time it's coming back. And, 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 and so we, 
lived his suffering for nine months. I mean, his life, he was in intensive care in one of the key Chicago hospitals. I, I saved my, my parking tickets. I went to visit him 26 times, several nights. I stayed overnight just sitting there with him. Um, I mean, his, his medical, physical life was torn up. He had heart problems. He had broken bones. He had, you know, I mean, he had, ev- I mean, everything. And um, <clears throat> he was suffering. And he had twin five-year-olds. And you sit there and say, you know, and, and, and one of his purposes of rooted, and I was, you know, facilitating it. I was over my skis. And he said, hey, I'm t- week number one, he goes, hey, I'm trying to figure out the God thing. I, I'm trying to write it down for my kids to leave them a legacy. I have no idea. And then for nine months, we watched this guy through so much physical suffering. And it seemed like the more he suffered, the closer he got to God. And week, you know, 10 of Rooted is like, quote, unquote, the graduation. And he was on stage and he raised a sign that said, I am confident in my relationship with God. I mean, that was just, and then he went, he was out of the hospital for that, went right back to the hospital. And then nine months later, you know, I had a privilege of holding his feet when, when he passed away, you know, in the hospital. And Tommy, you, you you were there that day. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's just, and, and I just, I mean, and then towards the end of his suffering, his wife was diagnosed with breast cancer. Mm. You know, and, and, and you just sit there and say, here's a guy that just committed to you, right? And understand and learning who you are and what you're about and your love, and you're absolutely crushing him. On a physical basis, you know, and I mean, we, we really, as a group, struggle with it. But you know, I'll, I'll tell you, I, I wasn't part of that Rhino group, and I didn't live the experience. But you said something that you were way above your skis, and I could appreciate that because I've been in so many scenarios, even with my mom. What do I say? What can I possibly say to my mom? You know, um, that's gonna. You would feel that way with this podcast sometimes, right? Right. Exactly. Exactly. But. You know, I believe that God made custom skis for you for that journey with Brian. And, you know, he, he, he laced you with skis that allowed you to play a role in Brian's life that made an everlasting difference for him. And I think that's pretty awesome. You know, I think that I think oftentimes we come into these scenarios and, and we don't know. And, and I think that week four, when we talk about where is God in the midst, I think I think this is where the whole trust thing comes in. You know, this is the. That's where trust comes in. I'm not looking to God and I'm not begging the questions when I'm living a winning lotto ticket. I'm just not doing it. But when the suffering comes, I find myself just gravitating back to a strength that's that that's that I don't have within me. Right, right. And I think Glenn's story about Brian, I mean, what a monumental uh, story that was. Um, in experience because Glenn he had, you know you had no idea um, going through that how it was going to impact you and None. God again we're trying to figure out we're trying to figure out what makes sense what doesn't make sense and Brian's impacted um, his his death has impacted so many people the ripple effect that it has around impacted me and I, right. I never and you you had the chance know. to meet him right? well here, here here's a funny thing about uh, you know about Brian and impact right yeah I mean, he impacted our group, without a doubt. 
um, in so many ways. And we went to his, we went to his viewing. Like we just thought it was Brian, Brian, brother Brian, right? There were three thousand people that showed up wow. at his viewing. Yeah. I mean, he was an advocate for cancer and lymphoma, and I mean, he just—I mean, people just worshipped him, and and we had no idea. I mean, his brother Brian that shows up. He's just one of one of eight he's, guys. Yeah, he's one of the rhinos, yeah, right, you know, right. and. and yeah. And Good luck. You don't even get a pen with that club. I mean, and, and sit there and say, "Oh my gosh, who who was this guy in our midst?" Yeah. Right? And and I mean, I'm sure the disciples of Jesus are like, "Hey, this is Jesus, right?" I'm trying yeah. to figure out this Jesus thing, and they didn't really know who was in their midst, right. right? But you just sit there and question the whole time, "Why is this guy being crushed?" Right. And then you sit there and say, "Okay, I, you know, eventually you say, "Hey, you know, we we, we started making peace with it." And then his wife gets diagnosed. And you're like, dude, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, I mean, cause for question. But I, I can remember that first night when he says, hey, I got cancer. I'm going to have treatments. Might be a little bit late. You know, hey, I'm trying to figure out this guy thing. I probably don't have long to live, and I want to figure it out. I can remember as facilitator calling my pastor. I forget if it was that night or the next morning. And I'm like, Dude, I am in the wrong chair. I am not qualified for this. I am questioning myself. I I don't want this level of responsibility. And, and the past, I remember him just kind of chuckling and laughing at me. He goes, Glenn's got nothing to do with you. He goes, just show up. Sit in the chair and go through the content. Just let God work. Get out of the way. Right. And I mean, I, and, and so I did that. Week two, I'm like showing up. I'm like, okay, week two, who is God? Right. Right. right, right. Yeah, and if your mind if your mind wasn't in the right place at that time or your heart or whatever, you could, that whole event could have just passed through your life and you would have been a, a you know, Nothing would have changed. You would have just kept going along your normal path. Now you, you know, now if suffering comes in our futures, mm-hmm. we have this example of how how God has worked, and it's, uh, you know, it's it's how we uh, how we prepare ourselves. I mean, like you know, here the day, you know, we are not alone. Let's keep praying. Mm-hmm. Let's keep meditating. Let's keep uh, taking the actions so we can get better. So, and yeah. He promises in the Word. I mean, yeah. how many times He says He will never leave us? Right, never. Not, right. not most of the time I won't leave you. It says he may we'll, leave him. Yeah, but he's right. Not leaving us. Right, right, right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's just and, and and Parkview has helped me with that. I mean, th- we we live in a sinful world. Mm-hmm. We we live in a sin based world. Crap is going to happen. Um, one thing that I have found out in my own life, right? If I can switch gears and put my sober hat on, when I got sober. Less bad crap happened. Well, yeah, because ninety-five percent of my bad crap in my life happened because I'm I, actually not a bad driver when I'm not drinking. Amazing. It's cr- oh, although it's you, always, you always thought you were a better driver drinking. Right? Oh yeah, I did. Yeah, but copy had a different opinion. Yeah. So if if you live on a better path, less bad things are going to happen. Right. Fact. Bad things are still going to happen. Cancer doesn't Fact. discriminate. Right. Fact. But. If I don't drink as much, I'm not getting cancer from drinking. Right. 
right? So, I mean, there's there's some byproducts there of living rightly or living better, what, mm-hmm. however you want to put it. Mm-hmm. But bad crap's still going to happen. Mm-hmm. Car accidents are still going to happen. And 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 so I think, I mean, we we live in a sinful world, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think the only way out of that is in heaven, mm-hmm. where it's a perfect world. Who knows what it looks like, but it's perfect. But I think along the way is, you know, there is a God in the midst of suffering, and that God is very powerful going through the storms. You know, it's almost like my saying at work, anybody can captain one of these big fishing vessels at dock. But when you're in 80-foot waves, that separates, you know, the men from the boys mm-hmm. and and anybody can can run through life a good life sitting in the dock but life is full of some pretty big waves mm-hmm. you know and i know i can no longer be in that captain's chair by myself in fact most of the time i'm in the closet and and i say god this is your show man just tell me what to do help guide me through this give me the strength give me the power give me the courage give me the patience Give me the words to say, I'm not going to this meeting alone. Let's do this together. And then you get your ass back in the captain's chair. Yeah. With God. Right. Mm-hmm. Then right. it's action-based, but it's not Glenn just coming up with Glenn's ego-driven solutions. Right. Now it's, hey, let's do this together. Right. Yep. Because the shit's still going to happen. So what did we figure out this morning? <sighs> Shit happens. Shit. <laughs> Shit happens. <laughs> but, you know, I mean... I feel that my life, because of what I've gone through, I I feel it's produced endurance for me, you know, yep. and and maybe not because I'm stronger, but because I give it up easier to him. I give up that captain's chair easier to him. Well, yeah, I mean, <clears> I one to. of the key aspects in this chapter is surrender, and we surrender. know what that's all about. That's right, um, right, and. Um, I think the point is, you know, if, if you read through the various scripture readings in this chapter, you um, you figure out that surrender is not something that just happens once. It's a continuous it's a process, process yeah. like day daily. You're mm-hmm. continuing event surrender. by event. Your will to God's, your right. will to God's, which is a hard thing to do. Right. I mean, we we like to, you know, we like to control our own <laughs> control our own thing yeah, uh, right. constantly. So, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's an it's an important uh, well, especially with faith, right? With with surrendering to God. I remember two thousand fourteen I surrendered to my counselor and I said, I will do anything you tell me to do. Right? I understood that because I I could listen back to him and he said, Okay, let's go for a walk. I'm like, All right. Right? But now I got far enough along when it came time to surrender to God, I didn't really knew know what that meant, right? Um, but I had enough faith and I had enough fact from watching others where I'm like, okay. And, and I started taking baby steps and, and, and I had enough proof and I have enough proof today where I know this works. End of story, period. Sometimes I'm still inside my own head and I take my own will back. But I, I know for a fact when I surrender and I've seen enough examples in you guys and others, when when we give it up to God and say, "Hey, man, this isn't my show. This is your show. Let's figure this out." Mm-hmm. Answers come. Answers come. Solutions yeah. come. 
in many different ways. Right. You know, it's not all supernatural lightning bolts. It comes through people. Most mm -hmm. of the time, for me, it comes through ideas and gut feels and people. But, I mean, stuff happens, but I'm telling you, like I was talking to my wife recently, and, and, um, and, and she's like, hey, I'm kind of thinking, you know, what bad is going to happen next? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, well, that kind of blows to live like that, right? Because, I mean, you don't want to hinder the joy of today, worry about the problems that's going to may or may not come May or tomorrow, may not, right. Right? But, but I looked at her. And I, and I said with every fiber of my, and I said, you know what? It doesn't matter what comes our way. We're going to handle it the best we can together. And, and I think that's, you know, and, and that includes God. And, and I think that's how we, we face. And I have a level of confidence in that today mm -hmm. because I know we are. Right. Whatever it is, it could be the shittiest thing coming down the pike, but I know we're going to work together including God, and we're going to get through it. Mm -hmm. And if we don't can't get through mm -hmm. it, we're going to deal with it, however it lands up. Mm -hmm. But we're also going to do the next right thing to make the outcomes as good as possible. Right. If Glenn took a drink, I mean, who, who knows what would happen? Right, right. We know, we know like you said early on in your, in your share there, you, you know that bad things could only come, to that, come from that. You know? Right. But totally. doing the next right thing, You've got a better shot at good things coming your way. Right. Oh, good stuff, Tommy. Yes. Tommy, thanks for jumping again. in, brother. Guys, come back so again. Rooted week number four. So, yeah, I appreciate the uh, opportunity and uh, having coffee with you guys. There's one thing I wanted to say. Yeah. There's something yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm far from where I want to be, but I'm far from where I was. And that kind of rung true when I heard that I yesterday that. as far as the rooted experience. Sounds like you're on the path. Yeah. So uh, I think that's um, true for a lot of us, yeah. know, knowing a lot of you guys. So I'm grateful to be uh, part of your gang. And uh, Boom. Yeah, we are the... We need a better, we need a sloppier name than the rhinos because we're a little sloppier. <laughs> Love you, man. Hey, they Love you take too, guys. big shits. All right, Tommy. Thank you. Thanks. All right, see you guys. All right, talk to you. Thanks for joining us for today's coffee chat. To contact the show, email us at podcast at asweunderstandhim.coffee. If sobriety is your desire and you need immediate help, the AA hotline is 800-839-1686. The National Suicide Prevention Hotline is 800-273-8255 or dial 988. Remember, Mike and Glenn are sharing their personal experiences about their spiritual journey and their path to sobriety. Therefore, any medical, spiritual, or perceived suggestions are their own opinions and should not be considered professional advice. See you next week.